Good, whatever time it is for y'all, and welcome to yet another episode of the Get Your Nerd On Podcast with your boy P90, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, it's me, dog, and we are here again, um, yeah, so let's catch up, and then, then, then let's get into all the shits on the topics of today, thank you for coming, let's get to it, so, have we been reading comics? Hell no, um, should I have been reading comics? Hell yeah, but... I didn't because I've been playing Deathloop, Metal Hellslinger, I've been playing Danganronpa on Xbox again, um, try to get back into Apex, uh, let's see, I did a lot, I did quite a lot of things, I organized my comics though, so when I finally picked them up, I actually have all the comics to pick up, I also did get Sandman Volume 4, not 3, so there's a gap in 3, but I got Sandman Volume 4, uh, that's exciting, let's see, got my in this my n64 fixed so i can finally play ocarina of time that's great i'm I'm excited for that let's see i watched movies well movie movie i watched scary movie again watched dirty harry for the first time um it's been watching atlanta so atlanta's a thing yeah yeah it's last season of that been watching that got darkness 2 gonna replay that game uh yeah oh did I say death loop? I said death loop. Yeah, we'll get into that too. Yeah, um, I mean, who knows? Maybe I'll pause the episode and read some comics. Maybe I won't and I'll save them for next thingy and just like do a huge comic episode mostly. But, um, there's a lot of news to get to and a lot of shit to talk about. So let's get to it. I'm pretty sure I said this one, but I'm going to say it again. Major was in Call of Duty Mobile. That time has passed though, but I got my Major skin. Which I'm sure I said, like I said, but I feel like I should bring it back up because we have a new Call of Duty coming out and she should be featured there as well. Or all costumes should just be cross-use in my opinion. Like if you get a Call of Duty mobile costume, you should be able to use your Call of Duty mobile costume in all the other Call of Duties. I don't see why not after the way Call of Duty has turned into a costume fest, more of a, um, you just get an operator like actually you just used to run up in there and just customize your gun and shit like that but now you can have different fucking characters like you can play with Pennywise or or Ghostface and shit so I don't understand why they don't just be like fuck it you know what y'all can run it this way um yeah I I think that's actually something that they should change also the beta came and went and um it's not the Modern Warfare I thought it was going to be. It's literally like an entire remake. It's, it's based off of my memory of MW2 Online and what I played. It's literally just like, now we've made... Re- it's M- It's Modern Warfare 2. Alright, actually. Actually, think about it this way. Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare are both different series, right? How do we tell? Because the numbers used for Modern Warfare 1, 2, and 3 are different from the numbers used for Modern Warfare 1 and 2. Well, they didn't really use numbers in Modern Warfare 1. But, you get what I'm saying, right? They use, like, a regular 2, you know, when you draw 2 for Modern Warfare 2 back in the day. And then for this one... I believe the two is a completely different design. Different franchises. I mean, different uh, 
series, same name. Huh. And that's why it doesn't feel anything like Modern Warfare 2, the other joint. They just tricked everybody. It was just like, yeah, yo, we're going to throw this name on there. Everyone's going to think, yo, we're making uh, Modern Warfare 2. Guess what? No, the fuck we're not. We're making a new Modern Warfare 2. And things change. It's kind of upsetting. I don't really like how the perks work. It doesn't seem like they're instantly there. It's more like, um, okay, guys, you got a perk, and now you'll earn the perk. Kind of like the specialist class, and I want to say Modern Warfare 3, maybe? The one where you could just pick all, you could just get rid of certain things and only use a gun, and then you can get every perk that you want. Overtime with kills instead of kill streaks and stuff like that, which is cool if it's optional. I didn't really get a chance to deep dive into the whole system of everything because it just looked so weird and the game really was pissing me off. Like, it just didn't feel like um, a organized Call of Duty game this time around. It actually felt pretty damn chaotic on that menu, and I can't understand why. Call of Duty is one of the most is the most simplest thing to make. And I'm not saying that as like a game designer, I'm just saying that as a consumer um perspective. The Call of Duty menus are the easiest things, even if it's just a beta. And yet this menu actually gave me a headache. From trying to find to start the game to try and figure out kind of the classes and stuff like it's almost the same but it's just organized so badly that I don't like it like that beta if you told me to score that beta I would give it the worst fucking score ever because I did not enjoy my time with that beta that is probably Without getting to the gameplay, it's probably one of the worst betas in Call of Duty that I played just from a design standpoint. Gameplay was alright. Wasn't bad. It wasn't horrible. Um, The time to kill is great. I know people are going to complain about it. Everyone swears time to kill is too fast in a lot of games, but I really think people just suck and they don't give themselves time to get used to things. It's just like when people say nerf stuff. I don't believe in nerfing things either. Like, I'm all for, unless it's like, you look at the numbers and the numbers say something astronomical, like 300% higher than every other thing in this game. So there's really no way you can counter it unless you're just purely catching this person off guard and they don't turn on you. I like to find ways around things. Speaking of things, ways around things, Overwatch 2 came out. Um, originally, I don't know if they changed it because I already did this, but originally you needed your phone number to play it because they were trying to do um, like a two-factor identification to stop hackers and everyone really complained about it. And a lot of people claimed that they could not play the game because of the type of phone that they had. Supposedly prepaid phones would not work. And a lot of people had prepaid plans. And because of this, they could not play the game. So Blizzard is getting rid of the phone number 
thing and supposedly unconfirmed but we'll be looking for a different way to help mitigate the amount of cheaters that will be plaguing their game at some point people who make accounts to start over and stomp on everyone and all that other good stuff that's not really good but they are also facing the other issue of having an extremely expensive microtransaction economy going on right now like costumes cost $20 uh, there's no loot boxes and the thing is although loot boxes suck it's it's the way they're handled like they'll make a loot box and then they'll be like yeah you got a 1% chance of catching everything except for the absolutely common stuff those things will put it at like 90% that's the horrible part about it maybe if they up the rates of them like Final Fantasy Brave Exodus did and it actually made a difference. Um, maybe it would be less of an issue. Because the cool thing about the loot boxes on Overwatch was. You can earn them. Like they give you a bunch of ways to earn the loot boxes. If you really don't want to pay for them. You get a loot box every time you level up. You get a loot box every three wins in quick play or arcade. You get a loot box for certain first wins um you get a loot box for certain events and you can buy loot boxes and i think that was really great i don't know about competitive but they should reward competitive players with loot boxes as well there was a game that did something like that but i can't remember but it was like if you win competitive matches you could get something that most people usually pay money for so it was like they could find ways to 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 make it rewarding um and honestly i think that loot boxes would have been preferred uh compared to what they're doing now also their battle pass sucks there's no coins in their battle pass so as of now you're gonna have to pay for every single season on top of paying for all the other stuff. I think they didn't notice. Or they ignored the fact that. When you give people a battle pass. And you give them coins. To purchase their next battle pass. You increase the chance of them buying stuff in your shop. And because of this. A lot of people definitely aren't buying anything in the shop. They, I mean, there's definitely people that are, and they're probably, and Blizzard's probably just banking on those those people who are willing to just throw a shit ton of money in their game, just like the person from Blizzard, I mean, from Diablo Immortals, who just bought, like, maxed out gear. I believe they're just, they're just hoping for that, which is funny, because he bought maxed out gear, and then he got mad that he couldn't find a fight, and it's like, dog, no one is on your level. You're the only person who wailed that hard. Why do you expect to fight someone, find someone, and fight them who's going to be complete, severely underleveled? Like, you're just going to stop. I don't see the, the fun in that. So, uh, hopefully Blizzard gets that stuff fixed mid-season or after season one. I mean, I would believe that, assuming 
this deal goes through with Microsoft because they already got the okay in, I believe it was Brazil, um, Microsoft would have a firm hand in looking at how that Halo uh, thing went. And then... And then... um putting their putting a firm hand on the Overwatch team and saying, "Hey, you see how they fucked up? You see how you're fucking up now? We're going to change that fuck up. These studios need to need to stop fucking up if they're going to do a battle pass, do it right. You have plenty of games out here that have battle passes that have been doing it great and people have complained less. You should just follow those models. Don't know why Halo didn't have coins day 1 on their battle pass. Um don't know why fucking I, I don't know like you have Fortnite you have Apex great battle passes you get challenges to get them done every match adds to the battle pass because you just get XP thrown there so I just I just don't get it um and another thing is the Completing the battle pass in Overwatch seems like a tedious task because you'll basically have to play every day and you'll have to get all the challenges every... No, yes. You have to play a lot, like a lot more than most games, but that's not it. It's getting a legendary skin requires you to play for, I believe they said, it comes out to 20 weeks, can't miss a game um, until you get your challenge done to get the coins. And that's fucking insane. Like, that's insane. That's really fucking crazy. So you either pay $20 or you grind for, like, 32 weeks nonstop, making it damn near the only game you play just to make sure you can get all those challenges because those challenges last a while. So that's that with Overwatch, and that's insane. The unannounced Silent Hill game apparently gets a rating in Korea. This will be the first new Silent Hill game since the PlayStation Vita. This is also rumored to be a PlayStation exclusive if it is true to come out. Cyberpunk has been doing extremely well recently due to the success of the anime and the new update that released based um, around the anime. Cyberpunk Edgerunners is, oh my god, literally fucking greatness. Dog, that anime had me crying. Watched it again. Had me crying again. Listen to the music in the car. And I'm crying. Listen, the game already got me crying. Like, the game is fucking sad, bro. Oh, that game is so sad. If you take your time with that game, play all the sides, make connections with characters, find characters you really, really like and or gravitate to, and then you play the game, and then you beat the game, you will really, truly see how sad that that game is oh my god that game is so depressing but it is so good so good if you have a next-gen system or a pc please play cyberpunk i'm still advocating for that game have been advocating ever anybody who's been with the podcast since day one they know that oops i mean to hit the mic late night they know that i freaking love cyberpunk and i think that the game was great because i played a good copy of it and only had one bug um which was resolved on a restart so damn dog i just dropped my phone hold up I don't feel like pausing it, so I'm just gonna grab my phone and I'm gonna keep talking. Y'all get I get back to the mic. Alright, I'm back to the mic. So yeah, y'all know that 
I love Cyberpunk and I've been advocating for it and it is freaking great. I mean, also, I'm a Ghost in the Shell fan, so we know that Cyberpunk and, and all that type of stuff is really my shit. So yeah, Cyberpunk is great. If you don't want to play the game, watch the anime and then once you on Netflix and then you'll love the anime and then you'll go play the game. So in short, play the game, watch the anime, please, please. It's not that hard. It's really great. You'll love it. I swear you'll love it. Midnight Club might be making a comeback with either a remaster or a brand new game if Rockstar can capture the essence that made the original so great. They'll have yet another hit, and they just keep hitting. They're just... Dog. There's not many other racing games, especially on the level of something like Midnight Club. The closest thing we got is Forza, Motor, uh, Forza Horizon. And even then, it's not really street racing the way that Midnight Club was street racing. So, like, Midnight Club is like the arcade, street racing, need for speed level. Like, yeah, yo, set up your car, have match fun. And it'll be the king of its own category, really. Because, I mean, nothing's going to compete with Horizon. They're, the Horizon is like Buddy Arcade. Um, and Less Street, just more open world fun. Midnight Club is like full-on street. It's like, yo, I want to rival with Need for Speed. And I'm really excited. I'm, I hope that this is true. I would love a new Midnight Club. That would be really, really dope. It would be awesome if they do, um, if they beat Forza to the Punch and do Tokyo or, I mean, Japan in general or something. Or if they, um, or if they just do Dub Edition. Uh, Midnight Club 3 Dub Edition Remaster. Remake just from the ground up and capture the exact same thing that made Midnight Club so great. Oh, that would be fucking phenomenal like that would literally be the greatest thing ever horizon zero dawn seems to be getting a remaster for some really odd reason in a multiplayer component for some i i mean hey at least they're trying to do multiplayer um games more because that was something sony sony just had stories like really good stories but Multiplayer Horizon, I wonder what type of component that would be, and I wonder how fun that would seem. I'm down to try the multiplayer part, but getting it remastered, I really, really don't know why. Maybe I'll beat the game this time. I'm going to get it for collection purposes, but maybe I'll pop it in and beat it, but um, I don't see why they're doing that. The game holds up really, really well. I was actually playing a little bit of it, and it's a fucking fantastic-looking game. I can't see why unless they just want to tweak controls and stuff, but they can do that during an update, can't they? Now they're going to repurpose a game and resell it to y'all for $70, and people are going to eat it up because they ate The Last of Us up. Last of Us then got, that's like the 17th fucking remaster for it. It's kind of crazy. Jim Ryan keeps attempting to do whatever he can to convince the world that Xbox should not have this deal with Activision, and he just really trying to cover Sony's ass of not having a first-person shooter, and I truly think they need to work on getting a first-person shooter back because I think this is great competition. Them not having Call of Duty will either have them to go make deals with Battlefield or they'll have to bring back um, Killzone or they'll have to do something like Mac again and try that over. Or I don't. There's just a lot of things like Unit 13 on the PlayStation Vita they can try and spin that off and do something that that would be great. Unit 13 was a fun ass game, bro. There's so many 
other things that they can do that they're just not doing. They're they're just it just seems very lazy, you know. And I there's there's literally nothing bad about Xbox getting this deal. And I'm not saying that because I'm an Xbox fan. I'm saying that because I like competition and I feel like it's healthy competition because now they're gonna have to get something that they don't have. If you want to keep your audience in that area, you want to get something. You want to rival Call of Duty. If you could make something to rival Call of Duty, which in my opinion is the most popular struggling fan tries ever. Because it is definitely popular. Everyone will get it because their friends get it, even if they don't want it. But that does not mean the game franchise isn't struggling. And I feel like it is because it's lacking some creativity. And if Sony can find a way to compete with that, they have nothing to worry about. They already have nothing to worry about. They are literally the most popular system. Even Xbox admitted they are the Giants, the most popular system. Like, they're they're not going to be hurt. Everyone loves PlayStation. Everyone wants a PlayStation. Everyone cries for PlayStation. There's no reason for Jim Ryan to cry for PlayStation 2. I think he should just suck it up and show that they can do better. In my opinion, that's how I feel they should handle that. That's what I would do. I would just be like, all right, man, fuck it. But maybe he's also stalling. Maybe they got something in the pipes because they've heard this deal. They definitely knew this was coming So, in some fashion. So, in that case, hopefully he has something. And that's the only reason he's trying to make this delay. But at that same time, that's just like, wow, that's really crazy. And I think that he can just end up getting countersued if it finds out that they just were trying to delay this and cause a sort of ruckus um, because that's just that's just fucked and that just ruins business from Microsoft by delaying stuff on purpose. So I hope that that's not the case. If it is, then that means there can be an issue um, for them. I mean, I don't care. I, it's just, it's going to go through, and when it goes through, It'll be over with. There's no more complaining. There's nothing to nothing to worry about. It's just deal with it. Reminder, the disgustingly beautiful open world body horror style game Scorn will be releasing October 14th instead of October 21st. It is also on Game Pass, but it's so good you should be prepared to purchase it. I, I'm very, very much prepared to purchase this game. As long as there's a physical, it's definitely getting purchased. If there's no physical, then it is what it is. I'm going to purchase the digital when I get some points. Um, But yeah, Scorn's on the way. Very excited. And then after Scorn comes Batman. Batman, well not Batman, it's the Bat-Fam in Arkham Knights the video game. And I have a couple thoughts that I want to get off about Arkham Knights the video game. Um pertaining just how I might feel about it but I am looking forward to it at the end of the day and we also got to see some really cool costumes that will be in the game as well as a transmog system which means that some of the outfits will probably have benefits to wearing them so that means if there's gonna be a transmog um yeah if there's gonna be a transmog it just means we they want us to wear whatever suit we like but also keep the benefits that come with other suits which is going to be very interesting to see so i can't wait for both of those games i'm gonna try and beat scorn and then i'm gonna try and beat arkham and then i think something else comes out after that 
So fingers crossed. Hopefully this works out exactly how I planned and we'll get an off the dome about it if so. use that as a form of bait you know just to be like all right guys so the owls will be in this game but this game does not center around the owls that would suck that would anger me um that's like my biggest concern there and then there's motorcycles and, and driving in it and like it's dope because you always want to use the batman vehicles but i just hope it doesn't become like the, the main main component of it or some crap like that i know some people love it i personally really don't like it i hated the challenges for the vehicles and stuff i i understand it was like to give you more time in the vehicle and whatnot but like honestly it was i could totally have done without the vehicle for uh for arkham knight but on another note sorry for all the developers but not really sorry for google they just killed off stadia no heads up to any of the devil develop uh, Developers that were publishing any of the new games or updating their games or working on stuff for the games. Nope, everyone kind of just found out at the exact same time. And they're just like, yep, uh, we'll be offering full refunds for everything Stadia related in the coming year. And Stadia will be going offline. So, yeah, um, thank you for stopping by. Honestly, I think full digital is horrible. It's... You pay for a subscription to pay for video games that you can only play on their cloud. No, that's that's very mid. That's that's trash. Like I'd rather get the Logitech fucking handheld system, cause then I can at least like yeah I'll pay for a cloud system, but then I can just hook my Game Pass up to it. No extra subscriptions needed. I already have Game Pass. It's just now it's like a handheld Xbox. Other than that, like. No, it that was horrible, and it's funny because Xbox one day they once said that they see Google as their type of competition. They don't really see nobody else, but like Google as their competition and Amazon as their competition. Feel me? So Stadia is out the picture. That's one competition down, and that's their fault. They decided to try and focus on cloud stuff. Dead Space Remake to have unseen characters. This adds some extra spice to the game. Something new to look forward to on top of it being one of the coolest games to be getting a deep upgrade. I can't wait to see exactly how much it differs from the original while staying the same because they will be adding other things that they weren't able to because of technology and stuff like that. And plus the graphics are just going to be up to so fucking well. So I'm currently trying to play Dead Space, one of the, one of the first games that really scared the fuck out of me. I had to watch someone else play it. But the game is so fun. I can't wait for it. I'm going to actually beat beat it this time around. I'm very excited for it. Like, I love Dead Space. The whole concept is great. I love the anime. Dead Space is just fucking awesome. Um, huh. Back to Overwatch real quick. So, anyone who plays Overwatch, they know there's a tank called Orisa. Orisa used to be... She used to have a shield. She used to have a ball that would pull a gravity ball. And she used to have an ult that would increase the damage done. 
Well, they basically changed all three of those things that I said, and now she has a javelin that stuns enemies. She has her gun does overheat instead of reload. Um, she has an ult that is damn my oh an ult that is a, a spike. So like if you charge if you live long enough to charge it all the way up, you get a two hundred like bombarded. I, I don't know what the damage number is, but you get a spike. You get to throw down a spike attack, and like spikes come up from the ground, and it's just fucking great. Like it's beautiful for team kills and clearing off objectives. But like I wish they just made a new character. Oh, so she doesn't have her shield anymore, in replace of the javelin. So she throws a javelin. She has overheating gun, and she has spike ult. Oh, and she has a little twirly staff that deflects damage for, like, four seconds. Orisa is one of my favorite tanks in the world. Both of these versions are great. But what sucks is they got rid of the old one and just made this the new one. It would have been really cool if they made another tank that had all those moves that the old Orisa had. Because I think that was beautiful. She was, like, a really, really good tank. Her shield started to deplete a little bit faster at the, the end of her life cycle in Overwatch 1. But it was very useful. Throw down that shield, start smoking teammates, especially with this one tank thing. Because now it's one tank, two assaults, and two healers. So if you choose Orisa as your one tank, you kind of mainly got to gotta soak up damage and DPS and hope that your healers are going to heal the fuck out of you. Which is a different strategy, and that, that's cool. Like, I'm, I'm fine with it. But, like, it would be nice if she had a shield to protect her damage dealers while she's being healed for, taking, for soaking up damage, you know? But, I don't know, hopefully they bring a character back that has basically all of Arissa's old... Uh, sets that would really be great otherwise i lost out on a great person and we'll never be able to use her again because overwatch one doesn't exist anymore even if you own the disc you can't touch overwatch one in any capacity stupid take two interactive yep those guys who published gta pulled the plug on support of a development and publishing agreement with people can fly those are the creators of bulletstorm and outriders if you didn't know um, the development for this game will continue from, for Project uh, Dagger, a new action IP without the backing of Take-Two. That means people can fly, retain full rights of the game, and no one can really tell them what to do because now it's back to being theirs and only theirs. I mean, that's to say, not to say if anyone steps in, then we don't know what happens, but for now, they're developing the game with only their own backing and maybe, um... Who knows? I don't know if they'll go crowdfunding or if they're they're totally fine and can do it. But yeah, I can't wait to see what this game might be. People could fly makes pretty good games. Outriders is um it's like not the greatest game, but it was cool because it bought back co-op and it was a fun cooperative playing game. Um best played cooperative, not really that great played alone, but it's it was a step in the right direction for we want people to play with people, you know, and I like that. So I'm very excited to see what they have coming next. I don't know if it's going to be a single player only 
or if they'll have a multiplayer component, but it'd be really cool if they did. There was a white Xbox and Logitech's advertisement, and then it was debunked that it was actually going to exist, and it's not being made after Twitter and Reddit flew to the timeline to pray for it to be a hint at a real purchasable variation of the Xbox. Xbox One and Xbox 360 both had plenty of limited editions and colors to choose from, but this generation has been kind of scarce. Even though the systems are easier to get, um, the only other variation that was purchasable was Halo Infinite. So, like, people can find Xboxes on shelves now, so they can start making limited edition ones, but they have not made any. All the limited edition systems are... You got to win them from some sort of contest. And it really sucks because they've been having a lot of cool ones. They got this not so cool, but I still want it Deathloop limited edition system. I would love it. I like limited edition system. I would buy it. They had the Halo one, which I want so bad. They had the Cyberpunk. No, that's the Cyberpunk computer. They had, but they had a lot. They had the Sonic furry one. I would have purchased that if they put them in stores. Speaking of Halo, there's rumors of the game moving to Unreal Engine 5. And they seem to be true more and more as they get posted. Uh, that makes almost no sense. But then again, I've been hearing a lot of things in this case. I've been hearing that the slip engine, uh, slip space engine is not actually bad. It's something going on at 343, which we all assumed it was management. But supposedly it might be even more stuff going on over there. Uh, there's a new game. There's a new Halo either standalone or something that's being in the works, and that one's going to be on something other than Slip Space. There's a lot going on with um. There's a lot going on with fucking that Halo game, and I really don't understand what uh what's gonna happen to it if we're being completely honest we all we could do is just wait and see if we get other news or if we just get no news whatsoever you know uh hey that's that's really all we can uh we can do is just wait for this halo stuff maybe by by season three's coming, we'll have more information on any of that extra stuff if it's developing nicely. Otherwise, they're just not going to tell us. They're just going to keep hinting that something's going to come out. And I'd rather just get tiny hints instead of someone actually telling us this is what we're making. And then that should be asked. Cyberpunk 2077. We touched on this earlier a little bit. But there's a sequel and it has between 350 to 500 developers working on it it's called it's called cyberpunk orion it's its code name and oh man i am super excited for it because i feel like they've learned their lesson i feel well i don't i don't even think they really someone pulled the plug someone said you guys have to give this put this game out no matter what and they couldn't they couldn't really argue with it so they had to put it out but hopefully this team that is going to be made by um and the American Project CD Rec team will hopefully take their time, make this game really, really great, because we know they can make great games. Like I said, anyone who's played Cyberpunk knows that Cyberpunk is like, 
a really, really dope game. Head to toe. Get rid of the bugs, and it's absolutely phenomenal. Some people will be like, oh, well, how can you say get rid of the bugs and blah, 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 dog, because bugs happen. But if you get a version without the bugs, it's fucking great. Like I, like I said earlier, I played a base version and fucking it, it was wonderful. Like I got what I needed to get. So all in all, very excited for the new Cyberpunk project. Very, very excited. Can't wait. Let's see. What else do we got? Um, we already talked about Horizon. We already talked about Jim Ryan. We talked about Scorn. We talked about Dead Space. PlayStation Stars loyalty program. That's basically NFTs, but they're saying it's not NFTs. Um, but that shit's really NFTs because it's all just digital shit to show off on your PlayStation. Unannounced Silent Hill. Alright, that's, uh, yep, that, that's about it in the gaming. Guess we can move on to the next section then. Wait, I lied. Actually, Oxenfree Lost Signals gets delayed, and also, it's still not coming to Xbox. It's only coming to PlayStation and to Netflix and Nintendo. Oh my god, that is so fucking stupid. Nintendo buying that company was the worst thing to possibly ever happen. Okay, anyway, Apple exec fired over at job about fondling boobs that went viral on a tiktok app um yeah no he made a joke about saying oh i fondle boobs and some other stuff um when asked what does he do for work and because of this apple did not take the joke lightly and they smoked his ass he is not one of their executives anymore Sticking with the topic of Apple here, Square is launching support for sellers to use their phone as a mobile payment of sales station, which is really cool. So that means uh, with the help of Square, you can literally just like sell shit straight off your phone. Oh, you want to tap your card here? You want to tap your iPhone here right on my phone? Because that's how we got it. We got it like that, which is actually really fucking neat. If you ask me, that's really, really dope. Multimedia stuff, by the way. We're getting exactly what we asked for. Deadpool and Wolverine. In 2024, we can expect to see a mutant in the MCU with a guy that I wish was a mutant. And they will be fighting each other and maybe building a relationship. But oh man, this is going to be great. Wolverine's going to stab him. And then Deadpool's going to grab his sword. He's going to stab him. And then he's going to slice. And then he's going to regenerate. And it's going to be really, really, really cool. And I can't freaking wait. Also, the Black Panther 2 trailer dropped, and we see Namor, Ironheart, and our new Black Panther. Namor got the Jeremy Scotts on his feet, you know, them wing joints. He might be a hype beast, yo. Um, it looks pretty cool. It does. I don't know if I'm going to watch it, but it looks pretty cool. I just didn't see the first Black Panther, and I don't care to watch the second one. Um, that's why I never talked about it ever on this podcast, because uh, I, it's not my thing. Um, but you know what I did see? I've seen She-Hulk, I've been watching She-Hulk, and She-Hulk is really, really good. And all of you fans that were only watching it for Daredevil, Daredevil showed up, and it was really awesome, and him and She-Hulk, they did the thing. Yeah, they got it on. They was getting freaky. Yeah, he lucky, though, because I was, man, I want me a She-Hulk. Um, that show is freaking awesome, though. It's really cool, because it's just like, it's different. It's a different 
form it's not just like action packed it's like really funny it has slight action in it has some story building for the specific character um and it's just adding to like stuff that exists in the marvel universe and i think that's actually really fucking dope like that's top-notch shit right there in my opinion uh we also got kingdom of the planet of the apes will continue the planet of the apes saga and the domination of the world i'm excited to see caesar and his squad come back you know all them apes i want to see what the fuck happens now it's probably going to be a new trilogy, and if that's the case, we're going to get three more ape movies. Three more insanely, hopefully, really good ape movies, and I'm absolutely here for it. Jamie Lee Curtis supposedly says she is down for more Halloween films if they want to keep making them. Uh, I respect that. I like people like that. Like, yo, bro, I like making this movie. This movie is so fun. This movie is me. I'm down. Y'all can keep calling me back. That's what I wish the superhero actors were like. But then again, I don't know how working for Disney is, so I can understand them not doing it if that's the case. But I do like when people are just like, nah, bro, I'll play this for life if I can play this for life. Like Ryan Reynolds doing Deadpool. I don't ever want him to stop. That'd be really great. Like, he should just keep on going forever. Speaking of movies, I seen Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. It was absolutely freaking phenomenal. Oh, man, that movie was so good animation was on point like hold up you know what let me let me see i'm at the all right bro so some spoilers all right so we meet a kid who has been cursed by his childhood lover and now she tags along with him as his protector but after slaying four bullies in school he was initially called to be executed to execution by the sorcerers but gojo took on the responsibility and planned to teach him how to free himself of the curse and imbue it within a sword a man named Gedo learns of the curse rika who attached herself to yuta and wants to take her powers to use it in his plan to wipe the world of non-sorcerers declaring war to try and isolate yuta and steal rika he unleashed hundreds of demons thousands of demons well actually he had 5,000 in him and only leashed a couple hundred I believe in Kyoto um about a year after Yuta had been in Jujutsu High listen the fights were fucking phenomenal oh my god the fighting was fucking great it was really cool it was worth the rewatch I'm gonna rewatch it again at some point it is really fucking dope it is emotional but I was screaming at my tv I was just like yo shit fire dog oh my god yo this is scrapping them niggas is scrapping yo they was going da, 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 yo what oh if you ain't know that's the sound of like people just like throwing really fast hands you know what i mean yo nah that shit is fucking tight son like run that jacket i mean like that's just cool bro really 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 loved watching it i really hope it it was so good that i'm hoping that whenever the anime ends I hope that the ending is like a two-part movie because this movie was like an hour and 35 minutes of just straight fire, bro. Loved every second of it. Loved it. Um, I highly recommend it if you haven't watched it. I think mad people, I think everyone should watch it. All anime lovers should watch it. So 
This episode is being recorded on the 9th of October. So far, I have done not, well, actually, let's see. We'll count it. I watched 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 7, 7, 8, 9, 9, 9 movies. Um, no, sorry. I repeated those because I watched that many movies that day. I meant to count, keep counting, but I was counting the numbers of the days. But yeah. I've been watching a horror movie every day, sometimes a couple more than a, than one. Uh, started off with Hocus Pocus 2. I gave it three stars. It was, like, cute and fun, but it wasn't Hocus Pocus 1 continued. Like, it didn't... It, Hocus Pocus 1 is fucking great. It's a classic. The Fly, I was watching. That shit gets, like, three and a half stars. That shit was creepy. That shit made me lose my appetite, bro. That movie was... Boy, oh boy, was that movie really, really interesting to watch. I'm going to watch the second one probably during the second half of October. Halloween 2, I watched that. That shit was, um, it was like very low in dialogue, but it was just really cool because it was just, our killer's just going around killing shit, you know what I mean? He, he just does what he does best, and that's what was really cool about it. I seen The Blob, I, got, I gave it a star and a half because it was like, it just wasn't good. Um... I could not understand how anyone found that to be creepy, funny, or anything like that. It just wasn't. It wasn't hitting, bro. And I'm. I, I respect the old movies and shit, but that shit just was not hitting at all. Rewatch Black Christmas because I seen it a long time ago as a kid. Gave it three stars because I just thought like it was fucking gruesome. Like I thought it was really cool. Like, um, first off, if you want to see my reviews for any of these, they're not really reviews. They're opinionated, kind of like the off the domes. But if you want to see like my thoughts on these um the name is patrick kill well actually i don't it's patrick on letterbox if you go to if you follow my twitter p90 the rapper on twitter i have my letterbox on there i retweet it with every movie that i watch um so people can read them if they want to read them that's if they want to read them but uh yeah bro so let's go through the rest of this this diary um but yeah, I wrote thoughts on almost every... I'm writing as many thoughts as I can on everything that I watch through October. So Watch Black Christmas was really cool. The killing was gruesome, like absolutely gruesomely fucking awesome. It was just fucking deadly. Like, I love it. Carrie, uh, I gave that shit three and a half stars. That shit was dope. Like, Carrie was smoking bitches, bro. Oh my God. Oh, that shit was insane. That shit was intense. That was actually a pretty decent remake in my opinion. I really enjoyed it. Final Destination gave that two stars. I fucking hate that movie. Hellraiser, um, the 2022 version. All right. I really love Hellraiser. The first three Hellraisers, absolutely adore them. Pinhead scared the fuck out of me as a kid. And I just think that it's so creepy and it's so weird and disgusting. And I love it for that. But this one, it has potential. I didn't think it was that good, though. I thought it was just like, I thought it was mediocre. I'm not going to lie. I thought it was, it was like, it's really good if you've never seen Hellraiser, right? But if you've seen Hellraiser, it doesn't feel like the first of a Hellraiser movie. And this definitely is a reboot because it looks like they're trying to start over and re reteach everything of the Hellraiser universe. And then they're going to make more. Um... I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff that happens in it, 
but it wasn't good enough for me. I feel like horror isn't doing enough on-screen destruction anymore. Werewolf by Night was great, though. I gave that shit five stars, I think. I gave that shit five stars. Werewolf by Night was really fucking fun to watch. It was really good. I really enjoyed it. The Ring, I gave it three and a half stars because it had, like, some... That shit was, was freaky. Um, I like the way that the dead people looked when they when they were pronounced dead. Well, the first girl, when she got scared to death type of thing, she looked really cool. Um, I can't remember what the other people looked like. And then there was this dude who electrocuted himself in the bathtub. I thought that scene was fucking fantastic. It was like one of the dopest um, self-killing scenes I've ever seen. He had so much outlets wrapped around him. It was excessive. And then he just gets in a bathtub and turns it on. Just... <laughs> Dog, that shit was fucking lit, bro. Nightmare on Elm Street. Man, I give that shit five stars. I've already seen that one. I just love it. Nancy is my movie wife. Like, yeah, she's fucking great. I think, yo, something about Nancy's in, in movies and TV shows, bro. Because Stranger Things Nancy is, oh my god, she's fine. This Nancy is fine, and I think I found a third Nancy. I can't remember what it was I was watching, but Nancy's, Nancy's is three for three right now. My favorite movie, my favorite uh, watching stuff. I, I'm fucking with Nancy's, dog. Nancy's is real, real dope. Um, My next, I don't know what I'm watching for the next couple of days, but at some point I need to get on Pearl. I think I might rewatch X because I'm getting it on DVD. I seen Nope, but that was before I started. I seen it on the 30th of September. That movie was actually pretty good. It was shot super well. It was a different take on an alien style movie. And even then, like, the alien was more like a intergalactic horse. That shit was really cool. Um, I loved it. It was it was really dope. Jordan Peele did to something different. Candyman was really really fun to watch. All right, twenty twenty one Candyman. I think that shit was really fun. I think it was really cool. I think it was gruesome. Um, it wasn't enough killing. There's never enough killing in these horror movies. But dog, that shit was dope. I. Right? It's not as great as the other Candyman's. Don't think that. But it definitely. Definitely. If you've never seen Candyman, this shit is fire. If you've seen Candyman, it's hard to live up to. But this shit is pretty cool. I would definitely recommend it for anyone who likes horror in general. Uh, What else did I watch? Watch The Black Phone. I only gave it like two and a half stars. It wasn't that good. Not as good as I thought it was. It was suspenseful, definitely. But it wasn't as good as I thought it was. Um, I just thought it was fucking funny that the dude was doing everything right under his brother's coke-filled nose that was funny also seen dirty harry four stars good ass movie shit was real fire man also it's like dirty harry is like a a dirty cop who really takes his job seriously he's only dirty because he takes the law into his own hands the way he works but at the end of the day he seemingly does only want to do what is right and get rid of the scum does that truly do hurt the um civilians and shit but it was really good thrilling uh crime film like i highly recommend it definitely one of one of the 
my favorite things that I've watched recently. So there's that. That that was great. And then let's do a, let's that's like everything I've been watching recently and then we can do a flyby of the news and then we will go ahead and well, I was going to say post it, but you'll be hearing this.